And good morning and welcome to Things You Might Have Heard. We're going to present for you in just a few moments the best of yesterday's stories in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. And they're the best because we asked you what stories were the top stories and we looked at the list that you told us and we're going to give you eight of those stories in a moment. Now we're going to open up with a very sad story on Ryan Mallett who was a teaser graphic story plus seven other stories with that one. Never thought I'd be talking about him again, literally because he was big time when I was doing sports. And it's a very sad story here. A lot of sad stories today, but we close out on some good ones, we promised. Mainstream and unconventional news we'll give you here. And as I say, you vet the stories and tell us what to talk about on our reports every single weekday morning. Go to our website, thisisaconversationproject.com, and see how you can do more stuff with us and for us. And that's a bit of a tease there. We're also going to get to you some, um, you know, the salesy stuff to kind of promote ourselves and the fun stuff at the end. So stay tuned for that. Right now, let's get into the news stories for this morning. Eight news stories vetted by you, created by me. And for today, this day happens to be that one. Nope. How about that one? Wednesday, June 28th, 2023. For the people not watching the video, none of that made any sense, but don't worry about it. We're going to move on from here. Starting off with story number one for this morning. Uh, Jimmy Johnson's in-laws dead. NASCAR star's wife, Kandra's mother, Terry, believed to be the shooter. That's a very heavy headline to get to, but police received a 911 call from a woman who said someone had a gun at the home and then hung up. They found the subject laying in the hallway inside the front door and determined the subject to be deceased. Also finding uh, the subjects, the subject essentially being um, Jimmy Johnson's wife's mother, also her husband, and their 11-year-old grandson there as well. Many things being taken into account for this situation in this in this case. So there's a lot of things going on, a lot of questions to be answered. This is a, a article we pulled from very early uh, reporting. So as this becomes more detailed and we get more details from it, we'll get more information on this one and keep you updated. And you'd let us know if we're just going to keep it in our rotation for news stories here. Another story that um, that was the, the top story, by the way, the second top story and deals pretty much close by comparison of people engaging in it is this one. Former NFL quarterback Ryan Mallett dies in drowning accident. Of course, a former quarterback playing for the Patriots and a little bit for the Ravens. And he also um, in college played for uh, a little bit for um, I think it was um, now I can't even pull him up. But he, you know, he he got famous. He was drafted out of Arkansas. I think he played for Missouri, but for a few years for transferring in. Uh, died on Tuesday after drowning in Florida, according to Delta Plex News and Skip Carr, the assistant principal at Whitehall, Arkansas High School, his high school. Mallet played 21 NFL games and eight career starts, totaling uh, just nine touchdowns and 10 interceptions in his time there. They gave him a pretty rousing celebration uh, of 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 his life at the Whitehall School District where he came from. Essentially, a just a regular guy who made his way to college, made his way to the big fame stage, and you know did some pretty damn good damage as a quarterback for Arkansas. And then he had his chance in the league, and you know no, they don't they don't always pan out. He had some fairly weird in, in, incidents, including one one where it turned to a meme of him being fired on his day off. But we are, of course, mourning here in Arkansas, as this is more kind of a local story and just the greater sports world itself on a just a accident, drowning accident in Florida. So we're looking towards um, sending um, very much positive thoughts towards Ryan Mallett's family and his fans. His fan base is actually pretty big here in Arkansas. U.S. has sent $500 million in weapons, military aid to Ukraine, officials said. 
That's pretty simple. U.S. is going to send about $500, $500 million in military aid to Ukraine, uh, including 50 heavily armored vehicles and missiles to air defense systems, essentially trying to bolster up what's going on. Now, there's a lot of question marks about how this stuff is getting there now. And literally, after the coup attempt, which may not have been a coup attempt over the weekend, what exactly the state of Russia is in their actual defenses and their offense, to be exact, how things are going to work out. The Wagner Group people who were involved in the coup essentially are leaving the company and going to be Russian soldiers where they start being treated worse, maybe. So this may be what's what we're going to see. The turning point in the war, the big spring offensive, as we're definitely in the summer, has not been not been so glorious, or at least not been so obvious, which I guess is what you do in war. But we will see how this new weapons cash and cash cash going to the Ukrainians will help them in what's going forward in their struggle. This story, we don't have a lot on here, but it's a story you need to click the link and read on to and do some research on because it gets, it's a weird story that gets weirder in the process. But it's one of those things that when you, you know, kind of scratch your head after it, after you get past that stage, you really get to wanting to know what the details of this thing and how this thing really went down. Chicago mother sues city after murder charges were dropped against her and her son. Now, what we have from the robot editor uh, pulling from the Yahoo News aggregated story is Carlisa Hood, 35, was charged with first-degree murder and contributing to the delinquency of a minor, but was released on Monday. The 14-year-old boy was outside a restaurant when the man yelled at Hood to get your food and then punched Hood in the face and head several times. The man was shot and killed by the teen. So that's not a lot to go with, but that's why they were arrested and that's why they were basically charged, and that's why. And now the charges are dropped, and we're going deeper into this. She's now suing the city for damages, and we'll know more details about this because now that there's a lawsuit countering the the charges, there'll be a lot of discovery, a lot of folks getting into this thing, a lot of people digging into the business of this issue. Midwest air quality plummets as Canada wildflower wildfires. Not the wildflowers. That'd be nice. Smoke moves in. The wildfires from Canada are still raging. That's a bad thing. And they're working to contain that. And we, of course, as well, many um, fire jumpers and firefighting crews from around the world essentially comes in to take care of these big things. It happens when the big California fires happen. It happens here as well. What's not being taken care of, at least because it's kind of impossible, is the smoke that comes from that and the large amounts of smoke just billowing over and blowing over in the wind coming through to the Americas. Uh, first, we had a big swath go down to New York and the eastern seaboard. Now we're seeing Chicago, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, Wisconsin, all of Illinois now being affected by the air quality because of big smoke. The sooner we get the fires down, the less smoke will be there. And that's it. Smokers have to kind of dissipate on its own. So essentially, it's it's a race to battle the fires as opposed to battle the air quality and smoke. Uh, this this is a temporary thing we assume is going on. This is something that we see here in the States when we do in California all the time. So it's something that we understand. But just the mass quantities of the fires out in, in their remote areas in Canada and the mass amount of fuel that's burning and the smoke is coming through is causing issues literally everywhere. A Texas medical examiner says airline worker pulled into jet engine died by suicide. We posted this story fairly early in the weekend, uh, and I assumed I was going to use it, but better stories luckily came about that were a lot happier than a man gets sucked into a jet engine. 
Now the court, the medical examiner is saying that the worker died by suicide. Essentially, this was an act on his own going forward. Check the link for this one in the description. Go deeper into the story. We're not going to go delve in this. We had much, so much gruesome stuff already. We're not going to go deeper into the pieces to pieces here. But uh, reading on the story and what was going on, um, it's uh, happened in Montgomery, Alabama, Piedmont Airlines. Um, yeah, uh, a worker that died after being pulled into the engine in Montgomery, Alabama, is contesting a civil penalty on that one. But this is one that we're dealing with, the separate one in Texas, uh, in San Antonio International Airport, um, where that has been ruled as a suicide. We're moving on to happier stories, starting off with Superman Legacy, Superman colon Legacy, if you will, finding it's Clark and Lois in David Consuet's Cohen Sweat, Corin Sweat, and Rachel Boshannon, Broshannon. I can't pronounce their names because I don't know who they are, but apparently people are really, really, really jazzed about these two playing the new Clark and the new Lois, or the new Superman and Lois, if you will, in the new upcoming Superman Legacy. Now, I don't know that much about Superman Legacy, other than the fact that all the movies that were sort of DC Extended Universe aren't so much DC Extended Universe anymore. They're sort of breaking up the band and figuring something else out with that one. We'll see when they actually put this thing out. But the role of Superman is now filled. The role of Lois Lane is now filled. They'll start writing when the writer's strike is over. And they'll start getting things together for this one fairly soon. And the rumor is Jimmy Olsen will be in the movie played by someone. No one's picked out for Jimmy Olsen yet. And finally, Ryan Seacrest, who has way too many jobs, is like, dude, I can pull a little more. So he is going to replace Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune, beating out many other names. And we're going to go into some of those names here. Vanna White, Maggie uh, Sajak were in the headline there. But they also included folks like Whoopi Goldberg, who flat out said, I'll take the job. And Andy Cohen, who exactly, I'm not sure if he's even the most up for the job. But um, he's like, dude, I'll take the job. No problem. But Maggie Sajak, Pat Sajak's daughter, who works behind the scenes as a correspondent and a producer. And, of course, the always comparable Vanna White would go from walking and touching the letters, used to spin them, now she touches them, to actually running the, the games. Not sure if Vanna White's going to stick around. The other news with Wheel of Fortune is Vanna White hadn't got a raise in quite a few years, so she's trying to get a raise out of this issue. And that was part of what she was trying to do by getting the job of hosting. We'll see what her status will be coming forward. But right now, Ryan Seacrest, the man who's got way too many jobs, too many things going on, lots of stuff, lots of, lots of irons in the fire. Throwing one more out there, taking over the role for Wheel of Fortune. Let's get to our teaser story for the day. This is a story that we are teasing now that you may want to talk about tomorrow because you have all day to vote this one up. And you do that by going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash This Is The Conversation Project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore Conversation. When you go to Twitter and Facebook and see the stories we post there about every 50 minutes or so, Engage in the stories that you want to talk about. Like them, love them, hate them. Read them in detail so you get some understanding of what's going on. Don't just take the headline and roll with it. Uh, get deep into it and see what's going on. And if there's a story that you like, if it's in range, if it's one of the top 15 stories for tomorrow, we're going to probably pick it as one of the eight stories we present. This one we pulled from Sky News, and this was sort of breaking news on our end here in the States. But this happened overnight in Paris. Violent protests in Paris suburb after teen is shot dead by police during a traffic stop. Now, if you remember a few summers back, this seemed to be all the rage here in the States. Apparently, they do it there in Paris as well. 
Let's talk about it if you want to talk about it. Go deeper into the story. Read the story. Read the headlines. Get more details on what's going on. And we can chat it up tomorrow if you deem this one a good one. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and just let me know if this is a good one to talk about tomorrow. Let's talk about our sponsor highlight for today. And today we're going to highlight Fundrise. F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E. And if you go to this is the conversation project.com slash fundrise, get a chance to invest in real estate, spread out your portfolio. Real estate's a little weird right now because if you're watching the real estate market, you're seeing uh, first it was all volatile and there's the, like the prices of houses. When we were buying, when I was trying to buy a house, the prices of houses were just crazy. The, the, the inventory was low. It was just crazy. You go look at a house on a Tuesday and by Tuesday afternoon, the house is already sold. Now the real estate is swinging back and is now there's dealing with commercial real estate where a lot of stuff Fundrise is, where they're having a lot, they're trying to find issues of dealing with commercial real estate with people not returning back to work and using less office space. So there's a lot going on. And if you want to have to actually chase those markets on your own, you can do that. You can put your money down on a building. You can put your money down on, on some rental properties. You can keep up yourselves. Or you can put some money into Fundrise and they'll manage it just like a mutual fund. You put in money every single month or whenever money comes there and they'll give you shares into their funds, their shares into their workings. And they'll give you plenty of uh, top opportunities to know what's going on, plenty of details on how to see what's going on. I have said I've lost no money in Fundrise. That is true. There's been some issues where, you know, there's there's um, um, adjustments for um, uh, um, uh, uh amorizing things like that, you know, tax purpose, things like that, where it comes down there. So even with the market not being so great, I've never lost any actual money that went into it based on the the, the, the loss of the market, the crash of the market. So take that into consideration. Also, take into consideration, you can get extra shares and extra special things by joining the um, Fundrise um, Pro edition of the service. Check out more details on all that stuff at our website or at our website link, I should say. This is a conversationproject.com slash fundrise. This is a conversationproject.com slash fundrise. When you go there using that link, it's an affiliate link. So we do get a little bit from you joining in from there. So think of that as a way to help us out here for the conversation project. Another way to help us out for the conversation project is to follow along. Go to this is the conversationproject.com, our home online, and see all the things you can see that we do here for the conversation project. We do this thing here a every single weekday morning newscast via video live and then you know pre, uh, post recorded and the uh, audio podcast going forward. We do various clips of various news things around the world, around the way, and different media, social media things. We wrap things up on the weekend, and I have other projects and other sort of media things in my larger, more better media extended universe if you will if you think what we do here for the conversation project is pretty cool we ask you to check out our sponsors and just enjoy what they do for you or maybe you want to partner with us directly go to this is a conversation project.com slash partnerships and see how we can partner up directly to work on things the number one thing you can do is follow on the feeds the number two thing you can do is share the media with other folks and get them to follow on the feeds but if you think you have you think we're doing good stuff and you have the means to help us out, we ask you to help us get things going going here for the conversation or keep things going for the conversation project. And we thank you in advance. Now we've sold some stuff. We told some stuff. Let's have a little bit of fun. It's time for the fun stuff here on the conversation project. We're going to start off with the funniest of stuff, birthdays for today. Celebrating birthdays on this 28th of June include Mr. Mel Brooks, 97 years old today, the Hall of Fame 
actor, Hall of Fame director, and just all around funny, funny guy who did a lot to get us through COVID with him and his son by doing little public service videos showing how his son was staying away from his dad because his dad was old and he knew all these other old folks and he, if he got one of them COVID, he could kill a generation of comedy, you know, with one fell swoop. So there's that. John Elway, the Hall of Fame quarterback, 63 years old on the day. Uh, great quarterback, maybe not as great as an executive, but hey, he's doing what he can. Uh, John Elway hitting on 63 in this day. And Mr. Musk, Elon is what we call him, 52 years old on the day. Happy birthday to the man who's just doing his best to troll the world. And he's doing a pretty damn good job of it. Happy birthdays on this June 28th to those great folks. And Elon Musk. Today in history, going way, way back on the 28th of June, starting back in 1975, at the Western Open in Illinois, golfer Lee Trevino was struck by lightning, but survived. In 1989, nine members of the Onset Social Climbers of Sydney, Australia, set the world record for high dining by eating at 22,205 feet at the top of Mount Huacaran in Peru. They scaled the mountain carrying top hats, ball dresses, and three-course meal. Chairs, dining table. Unfortunately, the wine got frozen because of the elevation and the, and the chill. But otherwise, pretty nice time. And in 1997, Mike Tyson was disqualified during a heavyweight title fight in Las Vegas for, here it was, biting off a chunk of Evander Holyfield's ear. This is the day of the bite. Today, we're also going to use this 24 hours or so to celebrate International Caps Locks Day. Now, as you can see, if you're watching the video, we are announcing this uh, day with the video with the um, I'm sorry, the, the holiday name in all caps. So today is a day to shout it out loud in your typing and type in all caps. You won't really get away with it. People will still think you're a jerk and won't understand what's going on. But for some reason, we are celebrating or from reason they made it the calendar to celebrate on the June the 28th of the International Caps Locks Day. And so we are celebrating on the June of 28th. The International Caps Locks Day. Your mileage may vary. Finally, one more thing you might not have heard. Athletes who celebrate wins by drinking a few beers are causing more harm than good. Researchers found that the body is in a state of dysfunction and repair after very vigorous exercise. And drinking alcohol can make post-exercise recovery worse and the next workout much harder. High-intensity actions such as running, jumping, tackling, or changing direction create temporary muscle damage and soreness. After intense sports and exercise, an athlete's strength and endurance can be de depleted for several days, but proper nutrition and hydration can combat this. But alcohol is off the menu. Drinking alcohol slows down the repair process of exercise, induce muscle damage by inhibiting the function of hormones that aid the process. And for athletes with a soft tissue injury, it's even worse as alcohol opens up blood vessels and encourages swelling in the injury site. And that's going to wrap it up for this day. Today is still, as I speak these words, Wednesdays, June 28, 2023. Maybe you're watching this a couple days in the in the future, but we appreciate that. Let us know if you're watching it or listening to us, where you're from. Just put us in the comments of wherever source you're getting this, where you're at, whether you popped up live here or there, or you are watching it on the replay or listening on the replays. We thank all the folks that were in there live. We watched the numbers go up and down while we're doing this and appreciate you for being you. This is the part where I thank you profusely for being you because that's 
you know, what we do around here. And I invite you to, you know, make sure you show up for more of this stuff. We do this every single weekday morning, 5.50 a.m. live. Find our sources on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. And, of course, the replays are out there in the Whitney Rebs for forever. Uh, find us on our podcast. We'll trim that up at the end of my speaking here and put that up in a few moments. We also have a newsletter that has the links to everything and most of the fun stuff there. So you don't have to watch me do stuff or even listen to me do stuff. It's all there. Go to our website. This is the conversationproject.com for all the things that we have. Plus, visit the sponsors page, maybe the partnerships page, and see what's out there. Make sure you're staying hydrated and staying limber and untasked because life is a long journey, a marathon, if you will, and we want you around for as long as possible. We are posting news stories every 50 minutes already. So just take some time and check your feeds, and we'll be there looking for you to tell us what to talk about. It's that simple. So until tomorrow, we're pretty sure we'll do this tomorrow. I'm Jake Levin Payne. Thank you so much for this. Um, hug a friend today because there was a lot of tragedy in, yes, in the yesterday's news we printed this morning. So hug a friend today extra long and make it weird. Go ahead and make it weird because when they're gone, you'll wish you'd hugged them and made it weird a little bit longer. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll do this again tomorrow.